Yeah. So a broken marriage need not stay broken. Yes. Uh, a person has to pick up the pieces again mm-hmm. and uh, ensure that uh, the very person that will be most affected by this. I mean, we are adults. We are. We have gone through life. We are more resilient, right? Mm. But for children, I think we discussed this uh, about resilience. Children need time to be resilient. I'm Parkson, a father and grandfather, a relationship coach, and author of the Modern Day Dad. And I'm Hafiz, a father of four, a transformational coach, and a dad in progress. We are dads too. It's a podcast for fathers by fathers. Each week, we have conversations about different aspects of fathering. We will also be talking with experts to get their opinions or have other dads to join us too. Because we are dads too, we understand the challenges dads face. Our children grow up way too fast. So we need to take effective action that involves personal and lasting change for our children and also for ourselves. Let's go on a transformational journey together because we are dads too. Today we have a more serious topic uh, and that is about fathering after divorce and we have a guest here and his name is Ronnie. He has been divorced for three years and he has a six-year-old daughter who is living with his ex-wife. So welcome Ronnie and uh, thank you for coming and sharing your story with us and your experience of fathering after a divorce. So, how do you feel today? Uh, good. Uh, I had a productive day at work today. That's nice. So, thank you for uh, welcoming me, inviting me over to have a chat here. It's my first time doing a podcast, so... Pardon me if Okay, although Parkson say it's a serious topic, yes, we have to make it not only just a matter of seriousness, the topic is seriousness, but uh, I think frank and fun. Fun in a way that um, we can, uh, as we talk about this quite serious issue, we'll be able to widen our uh, perspective of things. I think there's a many stereotyping, you know, negativity around this topic. And I think why we want to talk about it is not only because the rate of divorce is rising, uh, I mean, especially uh, among certain communities. Uh, also, there is a lack of discussion Especially among men, among dads or dads who have a divorce, uh, and because of society itself, it may be something taboo, something that is embarrassing. It seems to be something which is out of the norm, but it is a norm today. I mean, I think I look around sometimes. Uh, you know, there are so many people who are divorced, and let's talk about it so that not only we are more aware, but we are, we look at this as uh, something that we can um, tackle head on with the right information, the right mindset eh, for our uh, the best of uh, to improve our lives, parents, as fathers, and also for our children. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. The more we don't talk about it, the more things will never change. And the way things are happening right now, it's not exactly ideal. It's not healthy to many parties. And that's why we need to talk about it, you know, and hopefully recognize that, you know, where the areas that we can do better for the sake of everyone else, you know, everyone involved, like children. That's the, children are the first um, victims of divorce. 
All right, they're innocent. They don't. They didn't choose uh, their parents. They have no choice. <laughs> they were born into the family, and what their parents do, they have also no say over it. And when their parents' marriages ends in divorce, uh, parents just decide what they want to do, and the child just have to accept it and try to go along with it and adjust to it. But the other victim of divorce are actually fathers in most cases. All right. And divorce itself is a very traumatic event. And uh, so I want to ask you, Ronnie, you know, um, maybe if you can share with us what it was like um, soon after the divorce or immediately after the divorce in, in terms of your emotional, mental state. Um, what was your experience like? First of all, I think I have to address that the, the divorce itself, the separation itself is not as traumatic as the events or the circumstances that led to the separation. Mm. So basically, I'm talk, I'm speaking about conflict. The actual issue it was uh, that led to the separation, the events that was personally that was the actual trauma. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Yeah. So you 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 and your now ex-wife had a lot of arguments, disputes, and things yes. like that disagreements about what uh, parenting styles or personality issues mm. all of the all, all of, of the above, above. <laughs> all of okay. what you have mentioned <laughs> yeah so okay. possibly uh, when I look back parenting style definitely is one of the issue but it was something that we overlook uh, we just brush it aside and uh, definitely also our personality our relationship with our daughter uh, we have uh, different opinions uh, about raising our child and also uh, i would say uh, lack, com- lack of communication <laughs> yeah mm. so lack of communication led to uh, we overlook many things we don't agree on many things but we choose to remain silent about it instead of discussing and coming out with possible positive outcomes for our child so instead of discussing possible uh, probably like a normal couple we didn't yeah mm. i mean i remember when uh, parkson said nobody gets married to get divorced mm. All right. So maybe I want to ask you this question before we start really talk on on uh, after divorce, right? Uh, what would be one big thing you think uh, you would have done uh, to avoid this divorce, or you could have done toward mm-hmm. this divorce, which I think would be useful for many of us out there, you know, to to listen to someone who's gone through, and uh, well, maybe we can avoid and take precautions. Okay. Uh, ultimately, a marriage is a teamwork so when things turn sour uh, like I mentioned uh, the communication I was trying to highlight that communication is very important but uh, how your question is about how can we avoid one big thing like you said that something that you think that was the thing that broke the, the camel's back and uh, what could have done about it hmm I mentioned the trauma was actually, actually the, the the events led to the separation. So, 
when we have a conflict i mean going back to the issue of conflict uh we should actually sit down and talk about it instead of walking away mm-hmm. instead of walking out on each other or either one walking out on the other so it's like avoiding a conflict avoiding. right avoiding a conflict so it's rather it's better maybe not to talk about it than to talk about it and then end up in a fight yeah mm. not talking about it personally is even worse to me yeah because you are not addressing the problem mm. you're walking away leading up to this uh you walk like someone walks away it's considered a separation mm. you choose not to be together anymore uh you choose not to come together and solve that problem uh so avoiding the conflict avoiding discussing about the conflict to to uh address the issue is definitely i don't know mm. was it a mutual thing or was it one party was really avoiding one party was was doing it and the other party was trying very hard the other party was trying to uh come to terms with the uh, i mean to that there's an issue that there's a problem while the other was trying to avoid it yeah and it seems that one party walking away made the other party become uh, became more aware that it was actually a toxic marriage and so what led to the divorce was a lot of thoughts was put into it that possibly is best way that we have to separate unfortunately who would want the child to witness more arguments and more like the lack of communication i mean we have we have been separated but when we meet face to face we can meet we can see eye to eye anymore literally eye to eye so it's not good for the child to witness that and slowly what i realized that the child is able to understand possibly because uh living separately having uh, the time with her mother and her father on different occasions it made the uh made the child uh aware that it's the best way forward somehow because there's no more bickering or there's no more arguments and of course as parents we will shower her with attention and love uh more because perhaps for me guilty of course because i choose to to get the divorce i, I choose to be going through the divorce because otherwise it will have caused more uh more uh, damage to my mental health and my physical health in fact yeah. mm. so at what point did you were you convinced that this marriage could not be saved and divorce was the best option i think it is the same going back to the we can't communicate anymore mm. we cannot we cannot see eye to eye we cannot we cannot sit down and discuss about anything and not even for the good of our child did you try to seek help like you know a counselor marriage counselor or even a friend you know just to help you kind of mediate arbitrate or you know 
we both went through marriage counseling, the manda- mandatory marriage counseling. Uh, but we did it separately. Yeah, we both agreed that we have to do it separately. So, the counseling itself is just going through the motion, going through the process of divorce. Oh, okay. So the counseling yeah. was. At the point where you filed for divorce, right? So it's mandatory. Okay. So, but you didn't do seek any counseling before that uh, to try to salvage the marriage. None. Mm, okay. None at all. Even informally, were there like um, family members or even friends, uh, or did you consulted or talk mm. to, and uh, therefore you know, our parents. But it seems that it got worse. <laughs> When we okay. have parents, all right. When we have families involved, that means side A supporting side uh, team A versus yeah. uh, supporting team A versus team, 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 team B. Okay, yes, and, uh, you can imagine. Mm. Yeah, so it, from a small war, it became a big war. Yeah, because both sides have their own thoughts about it. Both sides are very defensive, and they have their own take on it. They have their own. They want to say. They want to have a say in it, and. From my exp- from my experience, I mean, I can say that, and then eventually, because of parents involved, one side of the family decide divorce is also the way forward. Uh, because there's no when you when you talk about conflicts and it, and it involve shame. <laughs> Avoiding it is the best way possible. I mean, from what I can say for the other party, talk about cheating. Yeah, because you no. Know, don't want to, uh that party don't want to acknowledge oh. that there's a problem that she's the cause, yeah. Mm. So there's an element of uh, infidelity here. There is. Yeah. Ah, okay. Sorry, it's hard for me to mention about it. Yeah, I try my best to avoid mentioning infidelity or adultery. Yeah, yeah. I I rather focus on the the topic of divorce in general, but. I don't know. Uh, infidelity is definitely one of the causes of divorce. In fact, we had a question, right, Babson? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. On that. And How you... to recover from adultery or extramarital affairs. During marriage, eh? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, adultery or infidelity or extramarital affairs does not destroy a marriage. Uh, it's just a sign that the marriage is having problems and uh, yeah, the, the the marriage is having trouble, and therefore, um, one party is you know uh, there are some needs that are not being met, and therefore you know that that um, makes that person or one of the parties or even both um, more susceptible to you know being drawn away and dis- attracted by something else because the needs can be met somewhere else. Yeah, so it, it's a it's a very sensitive issue I know it's a very painful issue also um, so let's talk about your fathering yeah. so you have one child and um, so how much time are you able to spend with your child after uh, the divorce the current arrangement right now is uh, alternate weekends from uh, Saturday to Sunday yeah so it's, uh, to me it's very limited but as a father, I make the best out of it. I 
try to uh, try my best to really plan uh, activities for for her and uh, have my attention totally given to her or focus on her. Uh, I'm quite surprised at her ability to adapt between homes. I can say that I'm fortunate in that sense. I'm not sure how other di- uh, children that are involved in, uh, with divorced parents are able to adapt or otherwise. Yeah, but for me, she is adaptable. And when when I I give her, uh, uh, I shower her with love. Um, by saying it and by action, um, mm. I will have to keep on emphasizing that, despite that, the divorce is happening or the, the divorce uh, has happened, uh, that the both of us, as parents, we love her. Mm-hmm. So and and that is not her fault. So I think, uh, wait, something positive out of this is just that. The marriage has broken down, but not our relationship with our children. So as parents, I think we have to be accountable and take responsibility that is caused by the two of them. So they have to uh, so-called uh, remedy the situation for the kid. For mm. the child, yeah. So, so Ronnie, I thought that is a very uh, I I lot you. I mean, applaud you for that mm. because I heard that it's not easy. There are many cases of uh, after divorce, um, the child becomes the like a tug of war, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the person that is being uh, pushed, shoved, mm. and you know, uh, uh, you know, it's like uh, all the bad vibes, uh, from the from either side, yeah. is uh, go through <laughs> that mm. child being like the medium. Mm. Right. So, how more importantly, how do you have that to me positive positive attitude mm. to uh to make sure that you separate uh your issues of conflict with your wife or ex wife uh and your child who is as you said not involved. How do you uh, convince yourself and um, make it uh, something that you really believe and you do it consciously? Mm. But then classes or lessons about parenting yeah uh, I went through that mm. I went through counseling and also classes and lessons on parenting so you will learn a lot to better yourself first before you can actually uh, be a better parent to your child uh, possibly when you talk about The, a divorce and at at the start of the session when you mentioned uh, it is traumatic it affects you mentally or emotionally that's the biggest issue we need to address our issues first we need to heal or recover first before we can focus our attention on the child so my my advice is Or in fact, my what I can say is that as a parent, as a divorced parent, uh, to be to impart positivity to your child, you have to first heal and and ensure that you are okay first. 
Yeah. Otherwise, when you talk about your mentally or emotionally affected, there's no way you can you can have a, a good bonding or a good relationship with your child. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, you know, if you are filled with anger, bitterness mm. towards your ex-spouse, you know, that will kind of spill out in your words, actions, behavior, body language. And children, even young children, I think can... I mean, they're very sensitive to these kind of vibes, you know. They'll pick it up and things like that. Yeah. So how long How long did you take, would you say, you took to heal? At least a year. At least a year. Huh? Yeah. So you went through counseling. I went through you counseling. Went through, uh, you went through... Courses. Yeah. Short courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Short courses. Parenting. Okay. Yeah, and... Also, uh, do read up on a lot of articles mm. as to understand what your child goes through. Yeah, I think this stage where you realize that you need to be self-aware first. That self-awareness, I thought, is really, really important. Uh, looking inside you, uh, what were the things that you can have control over and not and, and it's, not, it's uh, not other people but ourselves, right? That's the first person or... The very person have to start. So, do you remember, or can you maybe share what were the triggering moment, or the really say that no, I have to change. You know, at that point before you go to classes, before you go to counseling, because most people also don't. I mean, do not do that. Maybe there were reasons, uh, and for your own experience, what was it that really triggered you to make that change uh, of that self awareness? I mentioned about the trauma at the start, so I realized that. Uh, I became aware of myself like I would question how long do I have to feel affected by this at the same time I'm trying to deal that my child is no longer with me mm. as usual uh, so I, I knew then I need to change uh, uh, meaning that I have to I mentioned to be better. You have to get better. Was your child the bin factor that you want to... She's, the, she, she's the motivation, yeah. She's the motivation that I need to do something about this and address this issue with myself. How do I, how do I recover from this? So, um, I think that self-awareness, I mean, becoming aware that there's something wrong yeah, and that I need to get better, heal, and then also then with with that healing and recovery, uh, whether it's hundred percent or or not, that only then I can come forward to have my mm. child again. So, if, am I right to say you you wanted to have a better version of yourself so that when you're with your child, your child is receiving the best version of a father, mm. you know, rather than a broken, okay. angry, bitter, resentful person, you know, and it's no fun being with him, <laughs> that yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. yeah. So a broken marriage need not stay broken. Yes. I mean, uh, a person has to be, has to pick up the pieces again mm. and uh, ensure that uh, the very person that will be, be most affected by this. I mean, we are adults. We are we have gone through life. We are more resilient, right? Mm. But for children, I think we discussed this uh, about resi- resilience. Children mm. need time to be resilient. Mm. And uh, for very young children, it will formulate not only their uh, behavior in the future, but their belief system 
their mindset if uh, you have a broken parent not mm-hmm. a broken marriage but a broken parent or broken parenting right mm-hmm. uh, what mm-hmm. one more after a broken marriage well that what well, that was a very interesting and i would say probably not easy journey for you yeah but i'm glad you took it i'm glad you saw you know the signs and you acknowledged it rather than you know push it aside uh, which like most men would do you know i'm not at fault here you know <laughs> if so and so would didn't do that i wouldn't be this you know it wouldn't it wouldn't be affecting me like this today so i think it's it's partly human nature we want to assign blame and we'll blame anyone and anything even the weather <laughs> if we can we'll blame the government or god yeah. uh, but we you know the last thing we would do is to accept responsibility also um, but you did that and so we're, we're happy for you and Thank i you. think we're also happy for your daughter that she's now having you know the the, the best version of her dad um, mm. that she can receive and i believe you're still in a pro- in a road to you know growth and development also because we we don't stop growing we don't stop yes. yeah we don't stop learning and growing this podcast is brought to you by Iman Catalyst Community which is missioned to elevate hope by transforming lives through social education initiatives as well as personal development programs we are the medium that come in between NGOs and their beneficiaries to enhance their sustainability and impact if you like to know more connect and collaborate with us you can reach us at facebook and instagram at iman catalyst that's spelled e m a n and we would like to work and partner with you thank you so much for tuning to this week's conversation we hope that this episode helped you in your transformational journey as dads. If you like this podcast, make sure you review, follow, and share it with your friends. For more episodes and resources on fathering, check us out at We Are Dads Too on Facebook and Instagram. We would also like to hear your comments and questions. So, please feel free to share them on our FB and IG pages and also our Twitter and be connected to other dads too. Until next time, let's take the next step to be the special dad we are meant to be. Take care and stay safe.